If you're in your 50s, you've probably got plenty going on in your life and retirement may just not be at the front of your mind. On today's show, we'll highlight some things you should keep in mind as you head into retirement. And now, Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. Let's make sure that no matter how old and wise you grow in life, that you don't grow old and broke. Paul is the president and chief wealth advisor with Roberts Wealth Management. These are some of the largest life-changing decisions you'll ever make in your lifetime. He and his team are your trusted all-star advisors in the Gulf Coast. I want to make as many memories from 62 to 82 as I can. He has the heart of a teacher. A lot of people have the wrong ideology of what their retirement money is. If you're seeking knowledge and information, you're in the right place. When the paychecks stop, you got to create your own paycheck. And now, Retire Right Radio. It's all about retiring, right? Get that mind ready to retire. Enter that uh, chapter of your life. Welcome in Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. Paul is the president and chief investment advisor, Roberts Wealth Management, and a team of fiduciary all-star advisors uh, helping guide you to and through retirement. And they are trusted in the Gulf Coast. Paul, how's it going? Oh, man. Great today, Dave. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. You said something about in your 50s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to start thinking about yeah. retirement. What are you thinking about in your 50s? You're thinking about, well, the kids are moving so, out. I'm going to turn so that it, bedroom into my man cave. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, but that's exactly right. Man, especially mid to late 50s, that's the time that, you, I mean, really to get your planning together. It is. And, you know, Dave, it's quite, uh, you, you, once you've been in this industry, as long as I have, and you've met as many people as I have, you, you find it ironic. You kind of start to know how to read them from the door, read what they're going to say, you know, based off their behavior and things. And man, when I, when I have people who come in 50 or an older and they start off the conversation by saying, we haven't done a very good job for saving for retirement and we need to get started. Mm-hmm. You can hear the anxiety and stress mm-hmm. in their voice, you know, but that's the the good news is it's never too late. Let's right. let's let's get going, right? Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. We can absolutely. Yeah. Let's get rolling on it. Do you? How many That's people what, come to you first time have a budget, or is it just kind of know, something in their head? I think a lot of the baby boomers. Um, I don't think budgeting was real popular with that generation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and, and I don't blame them. I'm not here to say anything. I don't live my life by a budget. I don't, I don't like a budget. Yeah. I don't want to live within it. But I mean, you know, I have a general idea of what, what I have, what my constraints are and what I live within, but it doesn't mean I'm going to look at the budget to see if I can spend every dollar. Right. And that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of what we're focusing on here. And we need to get across to our listeners today. You know, when we say have a budget, that doesn't mean you need to have down to the penny where every dollar goes every month. And you got to, you know, be so disciplined and strict that you, it takes the enjoyment out of life. Mm-hmm. I, I like a budget more in a, in a more of a general and grand scale view, right? Hey, look, I'm making this much. I know I got to live within these means to be able to have enough money and save enough money to achieve these goals, right? It doesn't have to be perfect. And I think that's one of the things that people, it sheds. The reason I'm saying that Dave is I think it, it sheds a lot of people away from having a budget, Right. Okay. Because right. it's, it's tedious. It's aggravating. Yeah. It's oh, oh, every dollar. Where did it go? I got to sit here and do this budget every month, and I got to mm-hmm. live within this, and it becomes constraints on you in your life, and then you don't enjoy it. It's something you don't want to do, and all these constraints on your life. So then people dismiss it. So that's why I'm trying to encourage any any listeners out there today. If you're not listening on a, working on a budget, don't overdo it. Don't create too much over expectations on yourself that you have to know where every dollar is going precisely. Just get a general game plan right. and work within it the best you can, you know, and and make sure that in your and, and I think the important thing is just to be, have confidence in your spending. So you make sure that you can enjoy your retirement, too. That's it. That's it. Exactly. And exactly. this is over a long period of time as we are living longer. This is this is over your entire working career and then your entire retirement career. Right. So, you know, some people, they retire in their 60s today. They're going to live until 90 or plus. That That's that's a 30-year life in retirement. That's some people, their retirement life is just as long as their working career, yeah. right? So, you know, create that budget. And it, like I said, doesn't, doesn't have to be a budget down to the T, but get a general idea of 
I, if I make $60,000 a year to live, that doesn't mean I have 60 to live off of, right? Mm-hmm. That means I've got, you know, minus taxes and then minus 5000 a year in saving the average 10%. I've got that much to live off of. And people just need to, you know, they, you don't have to get over, go over to kill with it, but get that general idea in your head and, and set it the first day. Best advice we can give people is if you ever start a new job, that is like the perfect time to reset yourself and reset your mode of thinking, right? Because we get into a routine and a lifestyle and everything. Well, you go start a new job. The day one when you start that new job, say, I'm going to live off this much and this much is going to go away for retirement, right? Yeah. And then, then you never you never create any bad habits. It's a new you don't start. Have to b- break mm-hmm. or change old behavior, right? It's a fresh start, exactly. Well, I like that. And then uh, always pay yourself first so you can better help people. Don't help right. your other people to death where you can't pay yourself. Yes. And we have a lot of clients that we've had to have that conversation with them. You know, they're doing so much for all the other family members that they're not taking care of themselves. And then also you've got to watch, you know, there's plenty of enabling and entitlement out there today. And so, you know, don't put others before yourself. Helping yourself is what helps others. Mm-hmm. Right. So pay your first self first. Take care of yourself. Make sure you're not living within stress or limitations or confines or, you know, uncertainty. Make sure you have the life that you need. And then once you have that life, you can do for others. Right. And that's it. Pay yourself first, Dave. Right? Well, and and in yourself. that, because you're working towards when you finally do retire, how do you help people determine when they can retire? Well, right. You know, everybody sets retirement goals out there. Oh, I want to retire at this age. I want to retire at that age. The problem we find, Dave, when people come in to meet with us is they don't really know when they can retire. Mm-hmm. They, they have no idea. And the reason being is because they don't have a plan up front. So any of our listeners out there, if you're still working and you're not retired right now, I can tell you, if you want to create a retirement plan, it first starts with walking into our office, sitting down with one of our all-star advisors and building out an income plan for retirement. How much income do I need to live the rest of my life and sustain it? How do I make sure my wife has that income or my spouse? How do I make sure I've offset inflation with that income plan and higher future taxation? And then you've got a track to run on. Reason people don't know when they're going to retire or what age they can retire, they just kind of pick a number out of the hat. I'd like to retire at this age. Mm -hmm. But if they did the fundamental math of income planning, the income planning will tell them exactly, hey, at this point and this many dollars, you've achieved your goal and you can provide the income you want the rest of your life. Well, let's get your break road in place. And, and who can help? Well, Paul and his team of all-star advisors, 800-891-8680. Why not set up a consultation? Get a better handle on where you are, where you're going. 800-891-8680. And on that note, it is tougher to retire now. It's more challenging. All the more need to have fiduciaries helping you. That's right. Look, tough, retirement today is tough as can be. Uh, retirees out there have more risk today retiring than they've ever had. And for our listeners out there, yes, there are. everyone knows there's market risk. But I think not enough baby boomers and retirees today are paying attention to all the other risks they have going forward. We have We have market risk, but we also have inflationary risk interest rate risk. We've got monetary policy risk, regulatory risk, political risk, legal risks. And I think that not enough people out there are addressing all the other risks associated with their retirement. They're focusing on market risk, which mm-hmm. is good. People learned their lesson for 2008, right? Hey, I can't lose that much money or right. my retirement goes kaput. That's great. But there are a lot of other risks associated with what you're doing in retirement. And have you and your advisor addressed all these other risks? Have you addressed interest rates, inflation, regulatory risk, political risk, legal risk? Have you have you discussed future taxation? These things are the biggest risks that people face today, and there's not enough conversations being had out there about them. And look, like you said, we're it's tougher and tougher to retire today. You know, we heard a, a new statement come out, and it's been running around uh, the retirement and financial advisors world recently over the last year, and that is, hey, 70 is the new 65. <laughs> Well, you know, right. that's I, there's a lot to that, I bet, because, you know, I've always had it in my mind, 65, but you're not even at FRA now. At yes, that. that's right. That's not even FRA. And we think within the next few years, they'll probably pull push that Social Security FRA back to age 70. Mm-hmm. They are trying to create a situation where we start adapting and and wrapping our minds around, hey, 70 is our retirement goal these days, right? 
Uh, and it, like I said, there's a lot of reasons for it. We're living longer. Social Security doesn't start the longer. We know Social Security's in trouble. We know pensions are in trouble. There's a lot of things going on out there, and people just are having a hard time saving enough. So, you know, they're trying to get this this ideology going through the culture out there that, hey, forget those old numbers of 60 or 65. 70 is your magic retirement mm-hmm. number, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes Which, sense. I mean, I, right, it makes sense, and I understand that. But <laughs> I think to our listeners right now, they're going, hey, Let's let the next generation start thinking seventies to new sixty five. I'd still like to get out by sixty five, right? And, and and possibly you can, you can, and it all starts with what we just said a little while ago, right, Dave? Income planning. Yeah. If you're there and you don't know if you can retire at sixty, sixty five, or seventy, it's because you don't have an income plan. If we sit down and build and design a written income plan, that income plan will tell us exactly how much you need in savings to be able to achieve your goals. Then it's it's just mathematics. It's hey, at this day my account values will be this much and my pension will be this much and I'm out the door, right? Well, but do you know the the beauty that in creating that for clients, Dave? You've heard us talk. We haven't talked about this on a while on the radio in a while, but it's what we call the strut. All of our listeners out there, you all deserve to have the strut. And what the strut is is when you come in, you sit down with one of our our star advisors, but way before retirement. And we build and design a written income plan. And then all of a sudden at the end, you figure out either you've got the means to retire now or you're really close to having those means. At least you've got a direction and a goal in line, that path through the woods Dave was talking about. Right. And then people walk out of our office with the strut, man. They're just on Mm -hmm. cloud nine. They're so confident. They're in a whole different place. They've been getting wore out and stressed out at their job at work. It's been wearing on them for years. And they come in, we do this planning, and, man, it gives them that freedom and liberation they deserve. It's beautiful to watch this. People just walk out on cloud nine. So any of our listeners out there right now, if you're at that point, you're still working. You're, You're not sure how secure your workplace is. It's getting stressful. It's getting overloaded. It's wearing on you. You're ready, thinking you're ready to go. Don't sit around and live with that anxiety of not knowing. Yes, you do not know when you're going to retire or if you can retire if you have not designed a written income plan. But here's what we're going to do. We don't want anybody in that position. So the next 15 callers out there, if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, you want to know that you can fully retire when you can retire and that you will succeed in retiring, then this is what we're going to do. We're going to give you an opportunity to come in, sit down with one of our all-star advisors, have a one-on-one consultation, a full-blown comprehensive review of your current situation. We'll go through what your taxation in the future looks like, what your future income looks like, what are your goals, what are your concerns. We'll look at tax forward planning how do we reduce your taxation and create a more optimal situation going forward and most importantly the most eye-opening thing we do for people dave is this portfolio analysis now this is a complimentary portfolio analysis no cost no obligation for us to do it but everyone out there should do it because what people find is after they do this it brings to the surface all the varied fees and commissions in their portfolio and the first time in their life people know what it's actually costing them to work with their client or advisor not what that advisor told them it was costing them but what it really cost them to work with them you know it's when you get to retirement it's not always what you earn it's about what you keep that matters the most so here's your opportunity come sit down with one of our all-star advisors let's do an analysis for you and let's see if we can help you keep a few of your dollars. If you're paying too much fee and fees and commissions, come in, let's see how we reduce that for you. Create a more efficient situation because the key to retiring right is keeping dollars in your pocket. 800-891-8680. The comprehensive review, next 15, no cost, no obligation. The portfolio analysis, it's all in there. It's holistic planning, 800-891-8680. Yeah, it's like Prego. It's in there. 800-891-8680. It's Retire Right Radio, and we've got a lot more to come. Paul, what are we doing in the next one? Well, Dave, for most of us, it's been a long time since we've been a rookie at anything. But retirement can change that. In this segment, some rookie retirement mistakes to avoid.
Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. Hey, consumer advocate Dave Perkins here. Paul is the president, chief investment advisor, Roberts Wealth Management, and a great team of all-star advisors. He's also the founder of this show every week on News Talk 104.9 and also uh, Retire Right TV, Saturdays at 5 p.m., WLOX, Sunday mornings at 9, Fox 25. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've been a rookie at anything. A long time. In fact, I used to get a good feeling it was an ego boost. And I'm not kidding when I'd visit my uh, my mother when she was in assisted living because I felt like the youngster again, <laughs> although I wasn't. But, uh, Look when, at how in shape I am. Huh? <laughs> right. Come here, you old whippersnapper. Oh, I love that. You wanna, Thank you. You want to race down the hallway? <laughs> <laughs> but but when you retire, you are a rookie. I mean, you're, you're, when you first retire, you're That's a rookie. Right. This is something brand new for you. All the more reason to not go it alone. But you've put down some rookie mistakes that those listening can benefit and, and hopefully avoid. We talked about the budget. Now, you, you said you don't have to have it where you're, you know, on an adding machine your entire life with your budget, uh, right. with the visor on, you know, your head. Uh, but not following some type budget can be a rookie mistake. Oh, definitely. Look, you, you got to have a game plan, right? You got to you got to know what are your means that you have to live with then. OK, now, like I said, we we don't it, it drives people nuts to, to and it overwhelms them and it stresses them out to create a detailed budget. And therefore, people don't do it. Right. Because if something overwhelms and stresses you out, you just don't do it. Here's an easier approach. Don't make it that overwhelming and detailed. Mm-hmm. Just have a general idea and a general view of what your monthly expenses are. What are your vacations every year? What are you? What are your? Uh, what are the things you want to do and enjoy with your money, right? And have an idea of that because I can promise you, when you sit down with one of our all-star advisors, that is where the focus of the beginning of the conversation is: is what do you need to keep your same standard of living the rest of your life? Let's walk through it, and we'll walk through it with you. Hey, what do we need for our regular monthly expenses? What do we need for our annual expenses? What do we need for our unknown expenses? What do we need for vacation funds or things we want to do with the family, right? What do we want for recreation and enjoyment? But we'll walk you through it. We'll help you put it down. It doesn't have to be to a T and to a penny, but you got to have a general idea of, of where these numbers all align in your life. Well, absolutely. And again, you don't have to be a 24-hour-a-day uh, accountant of your own budget. Why is it all all the graphic of the pictures, not graphic pictures, but the um, uh, stereotypical iconic pictures of an accountant they have a visor on? What is it about wearing a visor that helps you crunch numbers? <laughs> I'm not sure. I've never gotten that one. I've never. But you know what I'm talking that, about. Dave, that is a mystery. We have, we're going to we're going to start some nationwide conversation on this subject here. I think we're going to have to do a blog post about that well, and see what, what kind of answers we get from the nation. What does the right? visor help them? Yeah. I don't get it. Uh, the thick frame glasses and the visor. And it's exactly. Like, what? I don't get it. I've never seen somebody in an accounting firm wearing a visor. I haven't either. <laughs> I've never seen a real life accountant wear a visor. Um, what about with strategy because if you don't play that game right that's a big rookie mistake hey that's that's the key to it all dave you just nailed it right there where most americans are going to falter going forward in retirement is by not having a proper withdrawal strategy so for our listeners just understand a withdrawal strategy means that's when when we refer to income planning we're referring to withdrawal strategies right i Mm -hmm. the paychecks are no longer coming in from work i got to create my own paychecks how do I do that? I'm going to do that from my retirement savings. All right. But how much of your retirement savings can you withdraw every year for income and still sustain and not run out of money in retirement? Right. One of the biggest and most common mistakes, Dave, we see people making, and we've talked about this on one of our previous shows here the last few weeks, and maybe we'll have to bring it back another show because it's so apparent and so important for people to understand how how average return is a very skewed statistic and should not be used in financial planning, especially planning out your income for the rest of your life. The biggest mistake we see people making is they walk in and we start asking them, all right, well, how, you know, where's your income plan? Oh, well, my income plan is to take income. <laughs> on, well, well, that's not a plan. Well, right? I need that's, a detail or two take here. Income. Yeah, we, we need a little more plan there. But tell me, how what is your strategy to how much income you're going to take? And I can tell you, Dave, 99% of the people who walk in the door, if they've ever had a conversation with their broker or advisor about a withdrawal strategy or income, mm-hmm. it went like this. Well, he says my portfolio is averaging 7% growth and I'm only withdrawing 5% of my account every year. So my money 
should last a lifetime. Retirement uh, is not a good time to should on yourself. Not, okay? That's not a should no thing. It should no. be okay. No. Yeah. No, we, we want to know, right? We want to know where we're going to be. Here's the problem those people face. Hey, I'm, I'm earning 7%. I'm withdrawing 5 I should be fine. And then I, my next question to them is, well, how is that working for you so far? And you know what? The majority of the time the answer right back is, Dave. What, what's that? I, well, I, that's why I'm here sitting in your office. <laughs> Well, then oh, use like, let's so roll up our sleeves and get busy. Working, right? <laughs> right. It sounded good on the surface. Hey, I'm making seven. I'm only withdrawing five. Your money should actually be growing. But you're wondering why your account value keeps coming down every Oh, year. you laid that out beautifully a couple of weeks ago. You really it, it, did. It, it's that average return, man. Yeah. Everybody thinks that average return matters, but they forget that the laws of averages do not compensate for negative numbers. So if your portfolio has ever had a negative return in any year, that average return on the front page of your brokerage statement is not true. It is not an accurate number. And if you're basing your future withdrawals and income off of the rest of your life based off of that average return number, you're going to find yourself in a really bad situation. So anybody out there who's feeling that or hearing that, if, if you your broker told you you're averaging seven and you're only drawing five, you should be fine, and you keep watching your portfolio value go down, it's time for you to come walk into our office and sit down with one of our all-star advisors and let us educate you on why we don't use average return for income planning and how to build a real sustainable income plan for the rest of your life based off of real-world yield, not average return, yield. How much am I actually making? Not a fictitious number. Right? And by the way, we talked about that. You really did lay it down so nicely. Um, I mean, it made the light bulb come on on my over my head. And if you go to robertswealthms.com, that's robertswealthms.com, uh, right there at the homepage, go resources and then retire right radio. You can find former shows and that's going to be in there. Um, so check them all out. It's great information yeah. in there. It's great. And it's a great point for all the listeners, Dave. We have a lot to cover today, so I'm not going to, you know, walk them all the way through the exercise. I walked them through just two weeks ago, but it's the most valuable information anyone playing their retirement can ever find. Go look up that show and see what, see how we explain to you average return and what it really means to you. And light bulbs will go off. It will make so much sense to you. And you will say, oh my God, I have been planning my life on average return. Mm -hmm. Paul is 100% accurate in what he's saying. And so go I, check out that old that old show. I, all the listeners, everybody I think should understand average it's return. It's right at the top, and it could be the 417 one, but just check them all out, then you'll be good. And also, you can set up a consultation and be and be in good shape, uh, having a better handle on where you're going, and you're not making rookie mistakes. 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. Finally here, and we've got just a couple of minutes, but be careful on Medicare. Medicare. There's That's some decisions right. to make there. And Medicare is tough. Medicare is tough. Uh, it's, you know, people get bombarded and overwhelmed with it. They, they hit that magical age, right? About 64. And all of a sudden the mailbox is slapped full of, <laughs> uh, uh, 500 different people trying to tell them supple Medicare supplements. And, and it's so confusing and it's, I, Look, don't ever ask me to explain Medicare Parts A, B, C, and D. I have gone through it. I've educated myself on it over a decade ago, and it gave me such a headache. I said, I'll never look at that again. But Brennan likes it. We, we have a dedicated Medicare specialist in our office, so I don't have to know this information. <laughs> <laughs> but Mr. Brennan Kim, that's what he does all day, every day for our clients. It helps them walk them through what are the right types of Medicare supplements to get for yourself? Do you need this? Is this necessary or is it unnecessary? Is it just an additional cost? We're also going to do that when, when, we, when we start building out your income plans before retirement. We're going to watch how much income we create in those last two years before Medicare. Because if we create too much income or, or too much capital gain, we could actually uh, increase the amount that your Medicare supplement yeah. cost. So we got to watch all of these things. You know, once you get to that magic age of 63, you really need to be talking to a fiduciary advisor to make sure you're not making any mistakes and make sure you're getting the maximum uh, power for your dollars. Right. Well, exactly. So, and, and yeah, but, you're right. Brennan eats and drinks and sleeps Medicare. He knows it. That's right. He does. And I tell you what, there are a lot of aspects of retirement planning. You know, once you start getting to that age 60 level, if you have not already retired, 
don't wait until the day you decide to retire to walk in and talk to one of our retirement planning specialists. Look, there's no cost, no obligation to come in and talk with us up front. So come take the time and let's start getting you a plan in place and let's start getting you on track. We meet so many people who walk in our office at age 65 and don't realize that they weren't properly advised in the last two years and it cost them a lot of money on their Medicare or it cost them a lot of taxation or penalties on their Social Security. When you get to retirement, a dollar saved is a dollar earned. It's not what you make, it's what you keep that matters the most. So here's your opportunity. You need to, First thing you need to do is pick up the phone right now, give us a call, set up an appointment with one of our all-star advisors. Now let me give you an idea what to expect. Like I said, this is no cost, no obligation for all callers who have saved at least $250,000 for retirement. Now, what we're going to do is a full page comprehensive review of your current financial plan. We're going to look at what it's costing you to work with your current plan or advisor. We're going to do a complete portfolio analysis that only brings that cost up, but brings up your risk level, your performance, what your future drawdown in bad markets look like, which is very important for people to know right now. We find that most people are taking a lot more risk than they thought they were in their portfolios. If you do not, if your gut is telling you right now that I'm concerned about a future market downturn, you should be. So before that market downturn comes, you need to come in and get a portfolio analysis, and we need to review what is the current drawdown of your portfolio when markets start to go awry, because we don't have very long before they go awry. So you need to know what are going to be the consequences or repercussions when it comes before it gets here. So set, pick up the phone right now, give us a call, come sit down with one of our all-star advisors, We'll take you through a full comprehensive review, portfolio review, tax planning, income planning, inheritance planning, estate planning, every aspect of holistic financial planning, and we will get you set on track to retire right. Here's how you schedule it. 800-891-8680. 800-891-8680. And uh, this is, of course, limited, but no cost, no obligation opportunity for a consultation. Thorough one at that with Paul and his team of all-star advisors, 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. And it looks like we're going to talk about the T word coming up. When we come back, let's talk about how to keep your taxes in check going into retirement. We'll break down some ways you could be taxed in retirement and offer some ways to potentially minimize that impact as soon as we return. We're back. It's Retire Right Radio. Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins with Paul Roberts. Paul Roberts, Roberts Wealth Management, and a, a great team he's working with there with expertise in their own area. But it all leads to a, a well holistic planning for you and your retirement that you can schedule. Before we get into taxes, I did my the research department here handed me something on. We talked about why all the images of accountants they have they're wearing a visor. It's actually it goes back to green eye shades, a type of visor. And it goes back to like the uh, 1800s, early to mid 1900s. And supposedly it was to, to, to lessen eye strain. But I, again, like you, have never seen an accountant wear a visor. I've just never seen it. I've never seen a doctor with one of those mirror headbands, you know, with the mirror yeah, on yeah. it. You ever seen one of those? No, Dave, I have not seen one of those in, my, in a professional <laughs> world. And um, I'm, I'm quite glad I don't because I think, you know, if I walked in to see my CPA and he looked up behind the computer screen with a, with a goofy looking green advisor on, uh, I think great. I, would, I, I might I might just walk out. right? Maybe. I, I'm, Maybe not, so. I'm not sure I would want to I would want to work with that guy. Right. I'm curious <laughs> if you have a tissue handy, because I was going to tell you the only thing I did last weekend was my taxes. Yeah, oh, that was, that poor, was the highlight of it. I needed tissue, oh. Sandy. Oh, you poor man. Thing. How that, about that was that? a rough weekend, man. Woo. Oh, it was a rough weekend. It was. Just, it was. Should just walked up to up the mountain barefoot in the snow. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually glad it's over. I'm relieved it's over. But let's look at taxes. I think a lot of people think tax burden goes down in retirement, and it's quite possible that the tax burden goes up in retirement. Is that true? Oh, oh I, I definitely think that, you know, the, the whole idea behind us all saving all of our money in a pre-tax plan, right? Um, I kind of feel that 
the American population has been slightly misled over the 30, last 30 years because we were all told this great idea, put all your money in an IRA or a 401k pre-tax. And we said, well, why would we want to do that? Mm-hmm. Well, because you get the tax deduction on all the money you put in. Well, a tax deduction, that's like music to our ears, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh, tax deduction. <laughs> right. Ooh, yes. I'm, I'm not going to miss that. Music to your and ears so, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, that's, and so it sounded great to us, but we didn't realize what we were – what was really going on. He said, why would we want to put this money in this 401k? You get the tax deduction. So I don't pay taxes. Oh no, you'll pay taxes, but you'll pay them later. When you pull that money, it's taxable (laughs) as income, but it's later. You want the tax deduction now while you're in a higher bracket. When you get to retirement later, you can pull that money out when you're in a lower tax bracket. And it sounded great That's to all pitch, of us over right? the last 30 years. Use. Right, That yeah. was the sales pitch that we got from the IRS all of our <laughs> life. Hey, get the deduction now. Don't worry about it. Taxes will be lower later. Watch this hand, a, not this one. <laughs> yes. If there's anybody in, in, in America who thinks that taxes are going to be any lower anytime in the future, then, then we're getting fooled. So I, I've, I've changed that today. I tell my clients, no, we don't want tax deductions. What do you mean we don't want tax deduction? We don't want an IRA tax deduction or a 401k tax deduction. Why not? Because taxes are on sale right now. They're cheaper than we're ever going to see them. We want to pay all the taxes we can now, and we want to put that money in an after-tax account and let it grow up and become a big, big dollar that is tax-free one day when our tax rates are through the roof later in life because we don't bite off on all this ideology of, hey, get the deduction now, pay taxes later when they're cheaper. We know they're going to be more expensive later. So forget the deduction now. I'm happy to pay the tax rate we currently have. Right? Okay, yeah, but yeah. I, wow, what, what is, taxes are going up. I mean, I, they, they they're, they're going up. Look what what's going on right now. What's the main subject of conversation in Washington this week? Right. Well, it has uh, been for a couple of weeks now. Yes, at, all they're talking about is all gains, of the new Biden tax. administration tax plans. Yeah, and this this uh. If, if if they actually pass this capital gains law, it, it's 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 really not a good thing. One or two ways, Dave. Okay, either way, there's too many Americans who are going to suffer from them passing this law. They're talking about moving capital gains tax rate to 43 percent. Now their whole philosophy is there. Oh, well, the rich just live off of their capital gains and don't pay their fair share. Look, that's that that's a whole different conversation, right? Or a whole different debate. Here is the reality of creating a 43% capital gains tax. Right now, if they created a 43% capital gains, do you know what everyone who has gains in their stocks on Wall Street would do? What? Get out? Sell. That's right. Sell, 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 right? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I got I to gotta, I gotta get out before they raise the capital gains tax. So everybody would start selling. So if they raised capital gains this year and said, hey, starting next year, your capital gains are 43%, they're going to create a major, major sell-off in the market. Everybody's going to take their money out, and it's going to crash the market. So now their great idea is, well, we don't want to crash the market and create a sell-off by increasing capital gains. So what we're going to do is we're going to increase the capital gains to 43%. But we're going to make it retroactive to January 1st of 2020. Ooh. So you don't have to sell your stocks. There's no reason for you to sell your stocks because uh-huh. we're going to tax you on it anyways, whether you like it or not. We're going to make the law retroactive uh-huh. to the beginning of the year. So either way, it's going to really mess up a lot of people. If they raise the taxes, people it's going to create a sell-off and everybody's the market's going to dump. Or they're going to say, hey, don't sell your stocks because it's retroactive. You owe the taxes anymore anyways. Well, then they really just messed up all of the advanced tax planning for a lot of folks out there. I know it'll 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 hurt me a lot significantly this year. I'm I own my own businesses and corporations, and I'm very strategic about the ways that I take my income and my allotments and and things from my businesses. And I had a nice little chunk coming to me this year, but it was supposed to come as capital gains and not as income taxes. And now they start talking about all this. I I was happy. I was taking my I was taking that money at a 20% capital gain rate. Mm-hmm. Now they're telling me uh, if I take it at all this year, it'll be at 43% because they're making it retroactive back to January 1st. Well, Is that a done deal? So or That's not done, but that's just what they're saying right okay. now. But the whole point is it, it's a double-sided coin, double-sided sword, and both sides are bad. <laughs> Neither <laughs> one's going to work out. It's There's gonna, no blunt it's side? Both, <laughs> no. Both sides are sharp and will cut many people, right? So, <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. Can you believe we were ever at night top rate 90%? Uh, 
Oh, yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? It's it, true, though. It was it during well, Eisenhower administration, yes. I believe. And what a lot of our listeners need to know is, you know, we have gotten used to these low tax rates since the 80s. We don't realize since the Reagan administration how good we've had it. People do not know their historical tax rates. But do you know, Dave, in the last 100 years, 50 out of the last 100 years had the top tax bracket above 74%. And our, view, our listeners need to hear that. And I'm going to say it again because they need to hear that. Right, let me, it let me say it again for me <laughs> and all of us. 50 out of the last 100 years, the top tax bracket was over 74%. Wow. Yes, we're complaining right now about a top tax bracket of 38%. How much do you have think we're going to complain if it gets back to that arena? And we spent half of the last century with taxes above that top tax bracket That's of 74%. Amazing. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Yeah, all the I more think- reason to to get the, the right tax strategies. Let me just give the number. We're, we're kind of winding down, but 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. And there are also strategies that you can employ to, to keep your Social Security taxation lower. That's right. Look, we, we, we had a workshop uh, Tuesday night this week, and we were going over that with some of the people there. Um, it was an educational workshop on income and tax planning for retirement, how to make all of it work together. And I asked the crowd, would you like to know how to make a million, half a million dollars in retirement after you quit working? And, of course, they all looked at me like I was crazy, right? Oh, how am I going to do that? I'm living out of my money now. Yeah. And I said, well, you remember the principle Grandma taught you? A penny saved is what, Dave? A penny earned. That's right. That is the fundamentals of retirement planning. And that is why you have to shift and change your focus in retirement to understand what that means. A penny saved is a penny earned. So here's how you make a half a million dollars in retirement. The Our average married couple, you know, like you said, Social Security becomes taxed if you have too high of taxable income. That threshold currently is around $44,000 a year. So once a married couple generates $44,000 a year worth of taxable income, all of their social security benefits become taxable for in our client base, our average married couple, if they cannot avoid that taxes on their social security because their taxable income is too high, it's costing them somewhere between seven and $9,000 a year in social security taxation. So you want to know how to make a half a million dollars in retirement. You create a situation where you have repositioned yourself and you're not taking that much taxable income because we have done some tax forward advanced tax planning and we put you in a better position in the future, and you're not taking too much taxable income, therefore your Social Security does not become taxable, and you save $9,000 a year for the next 25 years of your life at a 7% compounded growth rate is over a half a million dollars. Wow. I mean, that's more than a penny, Grandma. That's more than a penny. We're not talking (laughs) about $100 here. We're talking about a half a million, buddy. That's a lot of of duckies, right? Ooh, I'm telling you, this strategy is just for you to keep your money. I mean, of course, earning money. But then, as you said, keeping money is earning money uh, as well, what you can keep. And and it all, get the right strategies. Schedule a consultation with Paul and his team. That's right. Look, any of you out there wondering if you're saying, hey, how come I've never had these conversations with one of our with my broker or my advisor? Well, you know what? It might be time for you to take another second look or decide to get a second opinion on what you're doing, because if you haven't had these conversations in our office, we would say that's unacceptable. These conversations are had with every single new client who comes in and comes through our process. Now, if you're out there and you're wondering, well, what do I got to do to get that done? Here's your opportunity for the next 15 callers who have saved at least $250,000 for retirement. If you pick up the phone, you call right now. What we're going to do is we're going to give you a full blown comprehensive review of your current situation. And this is at no cost, no obligation. As I said, if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, here's what we'll do for you and what to expect. First, we'll do a full portfolio analysis, untangle what it's costing you work with your current firm or advisor. We'll also look at what is the future drawdown potential of your portfolio. If you do not know what the future drawdown of your portfolio is right now in these uncertain times, do you think it's a good thing to know? When is a good time to look at that? I'd say yesterday. We're worried about it. We're moving into uncertain times. You need to know what your downside looks like as you go forward. We'll also build you a written income plan, do some tax forward planning, 
some estate planning, inheritance planning. We will do anything and everything that it takes to help you retire right. That's our job, and that's what we do. Our job is to relieve you of the stress and anxiety and overwhelming, overwhelming aspects of retirement planning. Come in, sit down in our office, one of our store advisors. Let us walk you through the process, educate you. You're going to feel great about what you're doing and why you're doing it. You're going to know why you're doing it and where you're going it. And you're going to have the confidence that you deserve to live out the rest of your life in retirement. Get in our office now. Let's get you on track to retire right. Let's do it. Get on track. 800-891-8680. 800-891-8680. And whether you've already retired or better yet, getting close to retirement in the financial red zone, get the planning together, get it in order, and then look forward to your retirement. 800-891-8680. 800-891-8680. Paul, we've got more of the questions for you to tackle. That's right. Favorite part of the show. As soon as we come back, Dave, a little bit of Q&A. retire right radio what a conversation once again with paul roberts paul roberts roberts wealth management and again let me direct you to the website robertswealthms.com go resources and radio show you can listen to past shows we were talking about that one where paul brilliantly explained the danger of of uh, uh, basing your strategies on averages and, and and he says it much better than i do just check it out robertswealthms.com ready for some questions from listeners paul let's do it favorite part of the day dave let's let's see what they've got out there oh, they've People, always, man, these questions are so good we you know we say it every week dave but yeah. i don't think I, I want our listeners to really understand how from the heart we mean that our questions every week that come in are getting more advanced, more savvy, more detailed. So first of all, it says that that's great. People are tuning in and learning a little bit. That that you know, it's what it says to me and Dave. Yeah. But also, it means people are hungry. Hungry. Are, they're hungry for information. They're hungry for mm-hmm. knowledge. They're they're out there. They've got all of these things on their mind. They've got all this stress and and anxiety over all of these subject matters, and they just want to know, right? Because if you concerned. know, yeah. you can eliminate that stress. That's it. That's it. And they've, they've got concerns, but they're hungry for the knowledge. That's and it. once you, yeah, once you see that, you, then you've got your pathway out of the woods, <laughs> the old yellow brick road. Well, <laughs> here's right. Bay St. Louis. I am 67 and I intend to take Social Security at 70. So they're going to wait it out to 70. Here's what they're saying, though. My wife turned 65 in June this year, and she does not have the minimum 40 credits of work to get her own Social Security retirement benefits. Now, when she turns 65, can she claim spousal benefits? How will they be counted? calculated and if she does will that have any effect on my benefits when i claim at 70 well that was a whole lot there Dave. it was so all three in one yeah yeah, yeah i've got i gotta i gotta cheat and look over on your screen a little bit here yeah, check it out re, i'm gonna have to reread that question well, it's a, a little lot. bit here make sure because he, <laughs> yeah he threw a lot at me let's see 67 years old he wants to take it benefits at 70 but his wife turned 65 this year in june and doesn't okay. even have the 40 credits. She doesn't have credit, so she doesn't qualify for a benefit. All right, so that's that's where I was looking for. Now, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if the ages he was meaning mm-hmm. she wanted to claim on a spousal benefit at his age 70. But what he is saying here is she wants to start her spousal benefits this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, she can't. She doesn't have any spousal benefits any yet. yet. She does not have spousal benefits until you have filed. Until the first spouse has filed with, for Social Security and for uh-huh. their benefits, there are no benefits available for the uh, spousal benefits available. He has to have filed. Yes. So she either has to either he has to file now to get her credits, to get her benefits, or she has to just wait until he files at age 70. And then he asked, will that have any benefit effect on his benefits at age 70? Very good question to know. No, it does not reduce or eliminate your benefit okay. in any way. It does not change your benefit in any way. But I'm a little bit concerned that you you got a game game plan and and actually you probably thought about this and heard some things about spousal benefits, but you were you're I'm afraid that your game plan's missing one or two details there on when and where you can file. So I highly suggest you you come sit down in our office with Mr. Carter Lewis and Lame Design and build you Social Security a Social Security uh, roadmap. Yeah, that's where that's... we we look at all the different ways to file. We can calculate it, project it forward, and say. 
hey, this route, this route, or this route. You just stick with the numbers, you know. That one of those old sayings that Dave loves on the show. Right? <laughs> My dad was a CPA, and he taught me, you know, liars always figure, but figures never <laughs> lie. So stick to the figures if you want to know the truth. I when love it comes that. Your social security. Let's just lay out the numbers. That's it. Don't try to think about it in your head. You lay out the numbers. When we see the numbers, that'll tell you the whole story. And uh, and you can and 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 Carter Lewis. I mean, that's his area. 800-891-8680. Set it up, and even if you want to set up the whole holistic planning session 800-891-8680 i had a quick question on that let's say now this is does not not apply to them but let's say she did have the minimum 40 credits could she go ahead and claim and then switch over to his when he when he gets his benefits at 70 yes yes that's exactly accurate dave if she had qualified if she had her 40 hour work credits and she had qualified for a benefit she could go ahead and start hers right now if she wanted and just wait and then later she could she could once he filed for a benefit, then she could move over to the spousal benefit if it was greater. Um, but but in her case, she didn't have it. That's right. That's <laughs> right. right. She, she didn't she have just, it. Yeah. Not to confuse the, the listener in Bay St. Louis. Uh, Daphne is next. I have most of my money in a traditional IRA. I'm 66 and still working. Is it better to convert to a Roth IRA and invest? And am I, am I able to transfer the stocks in the traditional IRA, or do I have to sell them? Yes. All right. So we got another one of those ones, Dave. We got quite a few moving parts. Let me here. turn the screen back hey, around too. Yeah. Let me let me cheat off you there. I got <laughs> right, just so our <laughs> listeners know. I don't, Dave. I don't have these questions, so I have. If he if he runs through the question too fast, I've got to lean over his shoulder. I do and tend cheat to talk fast. His, That's true. <laughs> cheat off his sheet. Sorry. <laughs> so, I have most of my money in a traditional IRA. Um, sixty six and still working. So here's the first question. Is it better to convert to a Roth IRA and invest? Hey, yeah, we, we say all day long, I love Roth IRAs. All of my own retirement money is in Roth IRAs and all tax-free vehicles. I don't believe in saving pre-tax money because I don't want the IRS and the government in control of my future. I want to know the taxes that have been paid now, and, and they don't have to lie. They don't have the power to change that in the future. Yeah. Uh, but... I don't want to say, yes, go do a Roth IRA conversion because you said you're still working, which means you have income. And I don't know enough about your specific situation. How much is that income? And so what I would say is, look, hey, that's great. You're going down the good path. Your mind is in the right place. You've got a good idea. But there's a lot of details that come into figuring out how to do this tax repositioning. It's not just everyday easy work. Okay. It's something that you need people who are very experienced and who do it on a daily basis to sit there and walk you through it. What I'd say is give us a call, come in, sit down in our office. You can sit down with Brennan or Heidi. They both do these tax planning. Um, Brennan will break it down for you. He's got software and, and spreadsheets. He can put it all in, put your current income in, your account values, and we can figure out how do I get this money out of this IRA over to this Roth IRA in the least amount of years as quickly as possible but staying tax efficient as possible. And I highly suggest you do it and you do it today. And I'm glad you're going down that route. Kudos for you because we've only got this current tax bill until the end of 2025. So we've only got four years left list uh, to all our listeners, four years of cheap taxes left. That's it. When should you start your tax repositioning plan? If we only have four more years to get it done now. Yep. Yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> all right. Yep. Well, there you go. And uh, yeah, you, you can certainly get it. And, and Daphne, set it up. 800-891-8680. Long Beach. This year, I plan to maximize my contribution to my 401k. So they're going to max it on out. And even the catch up. So they're obviously over 50. Can I still contribute to a Roth IRA? Yes, you can. And uh, on the note of, of the the question from our, from our last listener there, hey, that's great. I'm, I'm I'm really stoked that you're you're you know trying to save money and you're trying to ratchet up all that savings and put more money in there. But before you go chunking it all into the 401k pre-tax, my question would be, that's great. You want to put some in a Roth, but how much other tax-free money do you have saved right now? Maybe you want to sit down and we, we, we need to review your situation and see how much money you have pre-tax saved and how much you have Roth IRA after-tax saved. Make sure you got a healthy balance in there before you start throwing big chunks all into pre-tax account. 
as we keep stating over and over and over, and I know our listeners are going to get tired of hearing me say it, Dave, but I'm just going to keep saying it till everybody on the coast hears me. <laughs> we know taxes are going up. We don't want to create more of a future tax bond by putting money in a pre-tax 401k or IRA. We want to, but not more than necessary. There's a happy balance there, right? You're better financial off assuming it is, anyway, right? Even yeah, financial planning is just like all, all all life. There's a happy balance in there. Okay, mm-hmm. there's there's overindulging, there's underindulging. Look, let's just do it with moderation and balance. Let's make balance. sure you, you're in there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's see. Minute, can we get in mobile? Yeah, all right, I'm retired. I have several international and U.S. ETF bond funds, and they make up seventy percent of my portfolio. Some are not doing well. Should I remove some or maybe even all from my portfolio, even at a loss? Okay, I'm going to have to be very, very careful answering this question on air. I don't want this general advice to be taken. I do not know the specifics of the bonds in your fund and your portfolio, when they were purchased, how they were purchased, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. But yes, they are not doing well. And the bond portion of your portfolio is not going to do well going forward. Anybody who has sold you a bond in the last five to seven years has not done you a favor because they have put you in a bond at an all-time low interest rate. And we know that bonds have an inverse relationship to interest rate yields. So as interest rates rise, the bond portion of your portfolio is going to keep devaluing constantly. So what I'd highly suggest is don't go jumping on it and selling anything because there's a lot of nuances and ins and outs of deals like this and bonds and how to do it. I highly suggest you come in, sit down, let us review, do a full, complete portfolio analysis. Let's look at what you're dealing with and what is the best way to create an exit strategy from those bonds. Don't just Joe jump on it and pull the trigger and, and sell them and yank out. Let's create a very efficient and smart exit strategy. How do we slowly get you out of them? Do I think you need to get out of bonds? Yes. Right. Rates are going to keep rising. Inflation is here. As this inflation sets in, as interest rates keep rising, all bond funds across America are going to be significantly devalued and hurting from it. So it's time to look at some other options or reevaluate the situation. Just don't go pull the trigger and jump out of it right away. Let's create a good, smart, and efficient exit strategy. How are we going to get you out in the best way, shape possible? Yeah, that's it. That's it. And uh, for you listening and those who have submitted the questions, thank you. For you listening, take advantage of the opportunity. Set it up with Paul and his team. It's as easy as calling 800-891-8680, and set this up. Again, next 15, he's offering this at no cost, no obligation, just to sit down. It, it, it's it's getting you on the path. It's getting that financial roadmap, and it's a great second opinion opportunity. 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. Well, Paul, once again, teacher at heart, you came through. You taught class here today, but it's more than class. It's, it's just really a good conversation we have, and we cover, and you cover the good strategies. It's all the information that all the people of this country deserve, Dave, and that's what we're here for. You know, we're lacking financial education in this world, and we want to give it as much as we can. All of you out there listening, you deserve the best. You deserve the best knowledge, the best information. You deserve the best retirement. We're glad that we can help educate you, and we look forward to seeing you in our office where we can get set to help you retire right. Have a great day. We look forward to seeing you here next week on the radio, Retire Right Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Paul Roberts nor his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.